Good morning. It's December 3rd, 2018, and that, of course, means just 21 more shopping days to buy cheap liquor so your visiting relatives don't drink up all your good stuff. Looking back on the day that was in history, in 1800, the election between Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr resulted in a tie. Now, Jefferson did become president eventually. Hillary, excuse me, Burr, unable to accept defeat, ran off to New York, became delusional in the belief that she had, that, that, that he had beaten Jefferson. That. Then Burr killed a man, tried to start a revolution, was eventually regarded as a disgrace and lunatic by former supporters. And I'm not really sure which one I'm talking about now. 1898, it saw a first all-star football game. Those all-stars, they were beaten by a country club team when they faked a field goal on 4th and 11. All right, now that was a, I admit, a cheap swipe against Kirby Smart, Georgia Bulldogs from Saturday. But I lost so much money on that game, I'll be drinking $6 a bottle of vodka till payday. It was an important day for strip clubs and honky-tonks. 1910, neon lighting was introduced in Paris. December 3rd, 1992, the first text message was sent. It was a simple hello, followed by, Did you get my message? Aren't you going to reply? You found someone else, didn't you? I hate you. I was just kidding, LOL. W-Y-D. OMG, you really did find someone else. Okay, I'm blocking you. Notable birthdays on this day. Carlos Finlay, a Cuban doctor who helped eradicate yellow fever. 1842 saw the birth of Charles Pillsbury, whose cookie dough we all know and love today. He died in 1899. Injury sustained after a lifetime of being poked in the belly and made to giggle. Coming up, some famous firsts and seconds from history. There aren't uh, too many ways, really, to get a hospital named after you. You can build it, and if your ego is as big as your wallet, name it after yourself. You can become a high-profile political leader who gets assassinated, or you can do something of great note in the medical field. Then they'll name one for you. In the latter category is a U.S. Army doctor named Walter Reed. His pioneering work on yellow fever put his name on one of the finest medical centers in the world. But fame never led to an ego problem for Reed. He was always willing to give most of the credit to an obscure Cuban doctor named Carlos Finlay, who, as we mentioned, was born this day in 1833. It was Finlay who first got the hunch that mosquitoes were spreading the disease, yellow fever, and it was Reed who confirmed it. Being second doesn't always mean you worked in vain. And being first doesn't always mean you did something notable, especially if you, I hate to say it, if you have to be a woman. Now, now, ladies, please don't start sharpening the kitchen knives and poking the voodoo dolls like my Chinese ex-fiance was prone to do. Please just, just hear me out. Women have proven time and again they can do the same jobs as men. Amelia Earhart with her firsts in aviation. Marie Owens, now she was the first female police officer that we know of in the United States, a job that may even have been more difficult in the 1800s than it is now. And on this day in 1910, a woman whose, whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce became the first female to climb Mount Cook in New Zealand, and that is 12,200 feet of icy death trap. But the problem with the female firsts is that the media just can't get enough of them. 
It was, it really was big news when Marie Owens put on her police badge in Chicago. It was still news when it happened for the first time again in other cities. But 127 years later, we are still hearing the same story, still watching, still reading the same story about cities and towns getting their first female officer. These are no longer milestones erected by female achievers. They are rotten eggs laid by lazy journalists. If the three-member police department of Outhouse Grove, Kentucky, should hire their first-ever female officer tomorrow, well, the New York Times would probably hold the presses and dispatch a correspondent by a private jet to cover the event. I once lived in a town where they hired their first female officer. The paper did a story. Two years later, she made corporal. The paper did a story, first female corporal. A couple of years later, she made sergeant, well, you see where it's going. There no longer seems to be a shortage of women law officers. I have a yellowing stack of drunk in public citation graced by feminine handwriting to prove that. But editors and news directors, they're still leading with the female first story. First female diesel mechanic at Pep Boys. First female Elvis impersonator in Branson, Missouri. First female night shift manager at the Taco Bell on East Elm Avenue in Dubuque, Idaho. Excuse me, that's Iowa. Well, that'd be a first, too. There's really only one first female I want to meet. The first one who, unlike my Chinese ex-fiance, understands that it's perfectly acceptable to start drinking beer at 10 a.m. on Saturdays as long as there's a football game on. I'm Byron Fayette. Reminding you to drink at home, it's cheaper, it's safer, and you won't wind up with your first DUI, no matter what the gender of the police officer is.